stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, let's say you got a 10 a.m. doctor's appointment, in which case you're really late. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you're told that your appointment's uh, Thursday at 10 a.m. So, presumably, you'll be there at 10 a.m., but what time do you actually expect to see a doctor? I mean, shouldn't it be 10 a.m.? That's when they told you to come. Now, I, I get that things happen during the course of a day, but let's all be, be honest, too. I mean, even if your appointment is 8 a.m., you're still going to end up waiting in all likelihood, and not much has really happened yet in the day. So why is that, right? Why do we see these delays in the doctor's office? Some of it maybe is is logical and simple enough, right? That, um, you know, a doctor's seeing someone, it goes a little longer than it was supposed to, and that has a trickle-down effect. The next patient's going to be later, and, and so on and so on. But is there more going on than just that? Well, our next guest has been involved in looking into this question. Uh, Kenneth uh, Claussen is a professor of operations management at Brock University. Uh, him and some colleagues wrote about their findings this week at theconversation.com. Uh, Ken, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Yes, thank you. Glad to be here. All right. Well, why is it important to understand this and, and what's going on at physicians' offices and what, what's really behind these weights? Well, I think it's important that we understand that uh, this, this really is a difficult problem, a, a good challenge for us. Um, doctors are smart people. Doctors and their receptionists and schedulers are smart people. And uh, although they don't all have a knack for scheduling, if it were an easy problem, many more would have uh, figured it out and, and waits, well, even globally, would be shorter. But um, what makes it such a challenging problem is um, there's a lot of um, uncertainty every day in a doctor's office. Uh, People may show up early, may show up late. Um, doc, the appointments with people may take shorter or longer than what the doctor initially expected because there may be more complications or more questions. And so um, it's just every day is a little different, and it becomes very, very challenging to, to precisely schedule patients. Right, and I think we, we, we're all sympathetic to that. Um, how common is it, though, from, from what you've studied? Oh, it's very common. I mean, when we study, we, we do some math and uh, we, we collect data from clinics and we, we kind of set up an average day for a clinic. And, and certainly on average, it's possible to reduce uh, wait times. But, uh, of course, uh, there's not always an average day and maybe very seldom is there an average day. And so it is very pervasive um, around the world. Uh, waiting times for, uh, for outpatient uh, scheduling is... Uh, it's fairly pervasive. Is there any way to get around it? I mean, is it inevitable? Yeah. Well, the answer is yes and no. <laughs> um, there are certainly ways to uh, to reduce it um, on average, as I said. Um, we've developed some scheduling methods that, that can help with that. We, as the article points out, we, we, we bunch uh, patients together a little closer at the beginning of the session and then spread them out towards the middle of the session and then bunch them together a little more at the end, just the, the length of the appointments. Um, however, I think more important than that is um, the doctor's uh, or the clinic's willingness to just work on the problem in real time. So if you're having a busier day, then don't, don't schedule in as many extra urgent patients. Um, 
and uh, it's kind of a, a day-to-day or hour-by-hour monitoring of the system that, that can really help. Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, in, in other situations, if you have a, a repairman coming to your house, for example, they'll they'll give you a window, you know, we'll be there sometime between noon and two. But I, yeah. I don't know that people would tolerate that if, you know, your doctor said, well, I'll show up uh, and we'll get you in sometime between noon and two, right? Yeah, well, the, the problem is we're sitting there waiting and we're not off doing the other things that uh, that we need, need to do for our day. Something that we have not uh, studied ourselves, but I think shows promise, is... Um, using uh, technology to possibly let people know if their doctor is falling uh, significantly behind. Um, That there's uh, software starting to be developed, and and I don't know that it's used a whole lot in this setting, but uh, that might have some potential going forward. Well, yeah, I would think so. I mean, I I would think people would like to to be given a heads up if your one o'clock appointment looking as though it's going to be more like two o'clock to know that ahead of time to have some way of notifying patients. Is it that that creates extra work or is it that offices, physicians, offices are reluctant to to admit that that they're running behind? Well, one of the problems, of course, is if you tell someone the doctor's half an hour late, they might go do a couple errands and they might show up an hour late. And that yeah. is also a problem. So um, it'll need to think carefully about how it all gets implemented. Uh, um, I don't know if doctors, I think doctors would be willing to try it, except for what I just said. They'd be leery about patients kind of setting their own schedule. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's understandable. I mean, but if... The- we should all want to strive for efficiency. I mean, at the end of the day, if you got yeah. seen by your doctor, that's that's what matters. But a more efficient system would, would certainly benefit everybody, I would think. Oh, of course. Um, you could talk about the hours wasted by, from people waiting in doctors' offices. Of course, they, what makes medical, what makes healthcare unique is we, we really need the service. I mean, it, we need proper medical care. Um, it's, you could argue it's more important than many other services, and that is why we are willing to wait. But I totally agree. Um, more efficiency would be wonderful, yes. Yeah, well, uh, it's certainly an interesting topic, one that most people can relate to as well. Uh, more at theconversation.com. Uh, Ken Clausen, thank you so much for joining us here today. really appreciate this. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, there you go. Ken, uh, Kenneth Clausen at Brock University. Yeah, I wonder if there's a way to... Um, Maybe incorporate some kind of technology, or at least you're getting some kind of notification. Your one o'clock appointment's actually going to be one forty-five. So rather than getting there at one and sitting around until one forty-five, you can at least plan your day a little bit better. Okay, well, then I'll plan to get there at one forty-five or at one thirty anyway. At least that's still half an hour. Now, sometimes maybe you've already made plans. You know, you've already arranged it. You told your boss that I got a one o'clock appointment, so I got to leave to get there for one o'clock. And who knows? Maybe by then it's it's too late to change it. But I think a lot of people would probably at least appreciate knowing that information. I think people are sympathetic. They understand. Uh, you know, the doctor got stuck with some whiny person and whatever, whatever happened. And it took longer than it was supposed to. Now he or she is way behind and so everybody's running a little bit late here. But just to let people know that. Uh, let's see here. This text says, my wife uh, had a doctor uh, appointment, first appointment of the day, and it was a two-hour wait, right? <laughs> I mean, how does that happen? Someone else says, I have never waited more than 15 minutes at a doctor's office. Well, that's pretty good. Another text here. So, I mean, this 
concerns the other kind of wait times. As you want to talk about wait times, my wife had surgery in October. She's having issues. They scheduled for an MRI October. So from October to October, one year to deal with that. Says the medical system is a joke. Yeah, it sometimes feels that way. All right, so we can talk more about that. 974-8255 is the number here today, 974-TALK. A lot more we're going to get to on the program today. Uh, As mentioned, coming up, we're going to hear from uh, Stephanie Katelnikov, who is no longer employed, apparently, by CP Rail. Now, the weird thing about this story is a few years ago, she was let go from CP Rail, uh, had to be hired back uh, because an arbitration panel ruled on her behalf. And have found that maybe the company was turning a blind eye to some sexual harassment allegations. Well, she's now been fired again. This time for uh, racy photos, provocative photos on her Instagram account, which raises some interesting issues in a social media era. How relevant is what you put on your social media? And if someone's involved in some modeling, maybe as a hobby or working part-time, Is that any concern of the primary employer? We'll get to that coming up uh, shortly. Let's go to the phones, though. Some time for your calls. we got Jim on the line. Jim, go ahead. Hi, Rob. Hey, Jim. Really enjoy your show. Hey, thanks. Uh, Here's something that might not work for everyone, but it sure worked for me. Uh, I was getting just ready to start telling my doctor I wanted him to pay me for my time waiting, you know, uh, because he, he had a sign saying they were considering that. And uh, and that, but that seemed a bit sarcastic. And then I realized, you know, I've got a bunch of work that where I have to be at my desk, and I've got some that I don't. And it turns out a waiting room, no phone ringing, no one bothering you, is a really good place to get some kinds of work done in our modern society. So I took a couple of files, and I didn't care if I waited ten minutes or an hour in ten minutes. Great stress reducer. Oh, yeah? I also agree with a, a comment from your previous caller that some feedback to the people waiting um, on an estimate and the reasons, you know, is really appreciated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, good point, Jim. Thanks for the phone call. Again, 974-TALK is our number, 974-8255. I'm going to talk a bit more about this uh, issue as well, your own experience, or maybe how we can address this problem, because I think it, it, it could be dealt with if at least there was uh, a desire to do so. My name is Rob Breckenridge. This is Afternoons on 770 CHQR. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.